Welcome back to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Chrissy. I'm Renee. I almost said I'm Renee again. Oh, no, I just, I you know. know you did start listening. Oh, it's, a, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. So we apologize for the technical difficulty that we had with uh, February's second podcast. I love technology. Yeah, we, we apologize mm. for that. Um, we did get it back up. So hopefully um, you um, have listened to that and have grown from it like I have grown yeah. from it. And I'm sure Renee has grown from it. So February was all about love. Um, now we're into March. And what's what's big in March? March Madness. Yeah, March Madness basketball. Well, we're not going to talk about March Madness. We're going to talk about March Modesty. <laughs> what was, thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much. When I talk about baseball, I'm well, good with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about basketball. So I don't know how everyone else feels, but um, I feel like modesty has become a dirty word even inside Christianity. Um, we tend to lump words together chalk them up to the same thing and not give them their due diligence when it comes to God's word, um, the life that he expects us to live and the example that he expects us to set. Um, we're lazy and not only lazy, uh, we have also become complacent. So unamused by um, some principles in the word of God and I believe that to live the Christian life, we must take the whole counsel of God and not just the parts that seem to be more pleasing to us, which would be really easy to do, don't you think? That's what most Christians do. Yep. That's, yep. That's why we're mm-hmm. at right. we're, we're, where we are because of that. <laughs> we're, we're here because I had a certain way I wanted to word it and it didn't come out that way. <laughs> Anyways, I, Isn't on. it funny you have something in your mind and, and it comes out and it's like, that is not how I it know, looked in my like brain. You can't, Cut I know. This out. I know. Okay. So Listen, you got to take. Flows. We you got to take the whole of us. The good, the bad, or, the ugly. Yeah, or you're not going to take us at all, um, and that's up to you. So, okay. um, so it may not be that the parts we're picking the parts that are more pleasing to us. It could just be um, that we are more drawn to the teachings that we understand and seem to have less gray areas around mm-hmm. them. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we look at the Ten Commandments and we puff up and we're like, mm-hmm. don't steal. Check. Got that. Don't commit adultery. Check. Got that. So on and so forth. But when we come to words like submit and modest, we puff up in a different way um, simply because we do not understand, which this is self-inflicted, right. I believe, um, the <clears throat> value that God has placed on these words and what they mean for us in our relationships here on earth and with him and what they mean um, considering what he has called us to do or be. Um, I have listened to my fair share of sermons, um, more than likely from well-meaning preachers that seem to contradict the word of God, all the while using the word of God to attempt to prove their point. Um in one camp, you have the long skirts, long hair, because this is proof that you are modest, a modest Christian, and far from the world. I got lost there for a second. <laughs> in another camp, you have the, you can be, or you can be in a long skirt and have long hair 
and still act like the devil. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it seems like we have one camp is you need to do this because, and the other one is you can still do this and act like the devil. And I mean, how many times have we heard a preacher say something like, you can wear a long skirt and still act like, like the devil, but just because you wear a long skirt doesn't mean you will act like the devil or that wearing a long skirt is wrong. Right. You never hear this. You never hear that middle ground there. Um, you don't cut off your nose to spite your face and you don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. <laughs> I thought that I'd throw look, that in there. You look a little funny. <laughs> I don't like you face. So I'm cutting my nose off. And that's kind of what, what I mean by you're not going to, you, you have to have that middle ground there where you have to say you can wear a, a long skirt. You can have long hair and you can be a good Christian mm -hmm. doing those things. Right. We never hear, you know, that. Right. Um, so we hear a lot about standards in a bad light, I think, and legalism. And to be frank, we let those words dictate, dictate our thoughts, feelings, and understanding of some really key words in scripture. Uh, let me just strip some gears, okay? Submitting and dressing modestly has nothing to do with at the direction of your husband or the church, putting on a long skirt. Mm -hmm. Modesty really has nothing to do with that. At the same time, modesty has everything to do with submission in conjunction with not only apparel, but also your thoughts and beliefs of what God has in store for you, what God's calling you to be. So <laughs> please don't turn us off. We are going somewhere. I promise. I promise it'll be of benefit. Listen, I've had to listen to God preach this to me <laughs> over and over and over again. And I know that I in within myself, I'm going to mess it up and I don't want to mess it up. I want it to be I want it to come straight from him. Um, so I hope that that's what happens, you know. So the things you do. The things you say, the practices that you have in place, the clothes you wear, the things that you watch, the things that you listen to, partake in, all of these things stem from what you believe and all of these things pertain to modesty. As a matter of fact, modesty, true modesty, begins in the heart. And we are human. We are fallible. I know. Imagine that. Um, we make mistakes and the word of God says that our heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Mm -hmm. Um, not as a contradiction, all of our practices, whether words, clothes, music, etc., flow from what is in our heart and what we believe about God in our hearts. Um, Jesus in your heart is going to influence. I would even go as far as to say as rule everything that pertains to you. The dictionary um, lists the definition of modesty as behavior, manner, or appearance intended to avoid impropriety or indecency. Impropriety basically means being improper. Now you could say that the Bible isn't real clear on what is improper, but you'd be wrong because I believe that it does. Just because the Bible doesn't 
uh, directly say things like low cut blouses are improper doesn't mean that the Bible doesn't say that low cut blouses are improper. <laughs> Most people want everything just black and white. I know. I know. It's and not he, there. It's not. <laughs> so I know that that sounds like it's coming out of a forked tongue, but it's not. And it just takes a heart that's willing to be what God wants it to be mm-hmm. to understand that. Yeah. Sometimes when I see Christian girls or women and how they're dressed, I think to myself, would you wear that mm. if Christ was standing mm. in front of you? <laughs> it's like, did you look at yourself before you walked <laughs> out the house? <laughs> would your top be hanging out? Your thighs be showing? How long would your top be or how low would your top be? How short or even tight would your shorts or your skirts or, or even your dress and your jeans can be tight? You know right, exactly. Uh, would you be comfortable wearing it in front of him? The king of kings, the lord of lords. Or would you be pulling and, and tugging and trying to cover yourself no, up? Baby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. If you wouldn't wear it in front of Christ, you definitely should not be wearing it anywhere. I agree with that 100%. I mean, if you're at home, yeah. all, you know, you and your husband or yeah. whatever, that to me is different. Yeah. But to go out of your house in it. That's very mm-hmm. funny that you say that when you're alone with your husband. Um, I, I, I t- thought about not bringing this up, but you're going I, to. I'm going to. <laughs> Because um, I think it's relevant to what we're talking about here. There was a couple that used to come to our church and um, they went on a Christian cruise. Okay. And um, I, I talked to the woman when they got back from this Christian cruise and she said, you know, it was really sad. It was a Christian cruise. And the things that these women were wearing out in front of everyone showed more than what I wore when I was behind closed doors with my mm-hmm. husband. That's sad yeah. to me. Yeah. So we spent all of February um, talking about love. Uh, we nailed down that we are to love people, not just our people, but right. humankind. We also nailed down what it means to actually love someone. Uh, loving someone means that you want what is best for them? I mean, you can cut it several different ways, but when you love someone, you want what is best for them, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, as Christians, we know what is best for everyone, and that is Christ. So <laughs> we should long for each person to be growing closer and closer to Jesus, no matter where they are at in that walk. Mm-hmm. How is your attitude towards people, towards other Christian Christian people? people. What about your attitude to the word of God? Yep. Do you respect what it has to say? Or do you just, just what we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. do you just accept the parts that you want and disregard the rest? Right. Yeah. I don't think that's what God intended. No, I don't either. And I, and I, I, we have 66 books for a reason. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Even though some of them we still don't understand. (laughs) I can't understand this. Um, And I don't think that the word of God is, you know, we, we're never going to fully understand what the word of God says, but I think we do ourselves a great disservice when we, um, say that we don't understand and we're not willing to understand. Just like saying, if the Bible doesn't say low cut blouses are wrong, Mm -hmm. then I can wear low cut blouses. Well, if that's what you believe, you have a sad, sad, but just what I said, would you stand there in front of the Lord with that? Yeah. I have a hard time just imagining anybody would do that. I know. I mean, a sinner. Yeah. That's understandable. But even a, but even, a, yeah. a Christian. Yeah. Just go on. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. So 
if someone is lost, button, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> if someone is lost, we should be loving in such a way that our deepest desire is that person would be saved mm-hmm. because we know that is what is best for them. If someone is newly saved, we know um, that they are still growing right. and that they need direction. They need examples and love that guides them to a deeper relationship with him. If someone has been on this way for a while, we should still desire for them to take their relationship with Christ to the next level. So what does all of that have to do with modesty? And I, I fear like we're not, we're, we're not going to get through it all today. <laughs> this is going to take at least another um, episode to get through. Um, so I hope that, you know, they'll be like, oh, what's coming next, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but modesty plays a big part um, in displaying what you believe about God, his standards, and what your role is in the lives of others. Everyone, Mm -hmm. whether they're lost, whether they're saved, whether they're newly saved, whether they've been saved, uh, you know, for 50 years. Right. Modesty plays a big part in what you want for those people. Well, I'm going to tread back a little bit. Okay. So I don't want people to have the wrong impression that I'm such a bad person. But (laughs) if you're you're a newly Christian Mm -hmm. and you don't understand yet and you haven't been taught the word as far as even how to dress whatever... I can give you a little bit of leeway with that. Does right. that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so but someone that has been in church for a long period of time knows the word, mm-hmm. knows the truth. That's what I can't get past. Yes. I, I can look over a newly Christian and that's the kind that just needs guided along the way mm-hmm. to, you know, yes. to show them how to go. I don't want well, people to think it, I'm mean. <laughs> no, I, and I don't, and I don't think that at all. I, I mean, so I could iron, be. <laughs> iron sharpeneth iron, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so we are here and we're going to get into this is why I didn't want to try to cram it into one or even two. This may be, you know, a three part series that we have to do because I want to really it's it's a this is a big deal in our churches. Mm -hmm. Big deal. Right. Because, like I said, what you do, what you say, all of those things show what you believe about the God that we serve. Okay. Well, what are we to be? We're to be like him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're not here to, you know, live for ourselves. Right. So I want to make sure that we're really, you know, hitting the nail on the head and really being, whether it steps on your toes, whether it rubs you the wrong way, whether you agree with everything that's said, I think that it can step on your toes, rub you the wrong way, and you agree with everything that's said. I believe all those three things can be true at the same time. I, If we're not here to help the women grow in Christ, what are we doing? Right. right. What are we doing? And this is a hot button issue for me. It's a hot button issue f- for you mm. because iron sharpeneth iron. If you have... Um, like you say, the the lost is different because they aren't in a relationship with Christ. They don't right. have, they're not, the spirit's not within mm-hmm. them. The, it's not showing them what's right and wrong. Okay. Um, newly saved Christians, they can't, they can't get saved and know everything right, right off the bat. They do not have the power to do some that. People think that's how they should be. Yeah. 
but but they do still. anyway. <laughs> I'm still growing. I've been saving for many years, and I <laughs> I just had a my birthday. Um, but I'm still We're growing. Forty nine. <laughs> hey, I'm older than you. Come on, it's all right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, embrace I, it. Yeah, I am. I am embracing it. Wait till next year. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be embracing that one. Okay. Anyway, back to the thought. I we I just expect. It's very disappointing and it hurts people when, like, if I do something, let's just say, um, a lot of people don't know about anything about my past or, you know, who I was before I came to the church or whatever. Um, I was a drinker. I drank. Okay. If you found out today that I had over the weekend went and partied for my 49th birthday. How would you feel about that? They're very disappointed. Yeah, disappointed, mm-hmm. sad, hurt. Yeah. You know, let's Want leave. to m- punch you in the face yeah, and but say, let's what leave- in the world are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Let's leave mad out of it. Let's just talk about what you are expecting me to be for you. Right. Because you know that that's what God calls us to be. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with um, everything. So it doesn't have to be drinking. Um, if you heard that I cussed, if you, you know what I'm saying? We're not going to talk about cussing right now. We're not going to talk about that, Bruno. Um, I don't cuss people. Some, she doesn't cuss. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So when when I see, have someone who is dressed in, inappropriately for a Christian, and I believe that we're going to be able to tell what's appropriate and what's not throughout this series, mm-hmm. I am disappointed because I don't want my husband seeing that. I don't want my sons seeing that. I don't want my son-in-law seeing that. I don't want the men of the church to be seeing that. That's what disappoints me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want us to be working together. Iron sharpeneth iron. We're on the same path here. That's just what I believe. Well, can I just, I mean, when it comes to some of men are just pigs sometimes when it comes to, you know what I'm saying? Even if they're a Christian guy, they still struggle if they see flesh yes of a woman yeah does that make sense so that's how god made the men right so it's like why and i don't understand why the men or the husbands or whatever will let their family go out like that well and it's true because they know they know men's men or boys are going to look at them i know and that's that's the part that i don't understand is why if you okay let's just talk about we're going to talk about lucas because he's my youngest son as a christian do you love Lucas like you should enough to say this is going to cause something bad mm-hmm. for this guy? And not, you know, I'm I'm just putting a face to right. it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And that's what we're going to get into as we go further and further into this. Learning that you can take the word of God. And although it doesn't say low cut blouses mm-hmm. are wrong. It says low-cut blouses are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We are not to be like the world. No. We are to be separate people, and that should be clothing as well. Modest clothing is a proper reflection of the life we are called to live. Exactly. That just sums it up right there. Okay. We're done. We're we're done. Just a little little bit more. Just a little bit more. Let's put the icing on the cake. Yes. So (laughs) let's go with, and you would think that I would go with some other scriptures, um, but and those will come out later. But this first one, this was what just kept coming back to me. Um, Romans fourteen seven. Why don't you share that with them? Says for none of us liveth to himself, 
and no man dieth to himself. So I was reading this. This just kept coming back to me. And I think that it can be used in different contexts. But what I want to do, I'm not living for myself and what I want. I'm living for you. Mm -hmm. I'm living for the I'm living for everyone. (laughs) That's going to be a shock to some people, but you're not lit. Your life is not your own. And this scripture is smack dab in the middle of a chapter of debatable things. Okay. This chapter talks about questionable foods, eating practices, the importance of certain days and clean and unclean things. So if you go back and you read uh, Romans chapter 14, that you're going to see a whole bunch of that. But it highlights the fact that we should not be judgmental of other Christians in these things that are debatable. But it also is clear that although we have Christian liberty, it's, it's to the point where those two words make me want to gag anymore. <laughs> we should abstain from certain practices, only do things that will edify us and others, and that we should follow the example of Christ who did not live to please himself. Okay, you cannot use Christian, uh, you cannot have Christian liberty and say, I have the liberty to do this and do something that would be contrary to what, or why did I say Josh? (laughs) What Jesus would do. Because you were going to talk to him I was going to talk to him. I was going to talk to him. So what that I just don't understand. I'm I'm not grasping how you can say I can do this, but I'm you know, Jesus came, did things that were we would look at and say what? Why in the world would you waste your time doing that? You know, so um, there is definitely too much to compact Mm -hmm. into this one episode and probably too much to pack into two um (laughs) but we are going to try um to wrap it up in one or two um episodes we'll see how yeah what the lord's leading but until then um i want you to be thinking about what love has to do with being modest and what does modesty actually look like when it plays out in real life i'd like everyone to think about that Um, Is there a set standard? Can you take scripture and definitively say thou shalt or thou shalt not? You know, um, can you look at it and say, "Eh," can you read between the lines? Can you take this and apply it to this and say, Mm -hmm. oh, it's kind of like a puzzle. I read this and then I go over here and I read this and I put these together. and I'm like, oh, so that's Mm -hmm. what that means, you know. But that's all I got. All right. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little, a little shorter. We're gonna run in. We're going to run get, in. Yeah. And then we're going to run back out. That's <laughs> all right. Give them something to think about yep, for the next time. And yep. So. I really like them to do that because yeah. I know that we're going to be spending some time thinking about that as well. I just don't want them to think that we're throwing out stuff because we're mad or mean or whatever. No. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. I just feel like we pray about this stuff and we write down once I sit the computer, I just start typing. Right. You know, it just kind of just flows. It's not like, yep. Because I'm mad at someone. Right. You know, I'm going to say this or I have someone in mind when I'm typing this, this, you know what I'm saying? We do this. Yeah. Pray Pray first. first. Pray first. And that's exactly. And I think this was, although I know that this is a topic that really needs to be addressed. It was very hard to start writing for this because I don't want, I want to come to you with the facts. What does the word of God say? What are the what are the facts of this? Not what I think, 
but what what does the word of God clearly say? And I I think that we just get that so mixed up when we start adding what our preferences are inside of that. I was, I'll leave you this one story. Um, and this kind of this kind of set the stage for me in modesty several years back. We had a visiting preacher. Um, visiting preacher. There was a, a family that we know that came to the church. And for some reason, we were out back having food. And like we always do. Yep. Like we always do. <laughs> they, we got on the subject of vacation. Now, this was years ago. I think this was back before we even had carpet in the fellowship hall. What? I know it. And we got talking about vacations. And this person, this Christian, who is the daughter of a preacher, Baptist preacher, was a Baptist preacher, says... It's a good thing we're Baptists, or I'd put a bikini on this. Hmm. And I, this was my thoughts with that. You have no idea the reason, the real reason behind not putting a bikini on this. Right. No, you have, you have no clue. Because if you have, if that's your if thought, that's the only reason you're not exactly you got issues doing it for the wrong reasons yes. <laughs> yeah might as well go ahead and put that <laughs> put bikini on, on. Yep. and here's the thing that's what that person does these days <laughs> so mm. you know i'm just saying be careful i was a newer christian back then and i was struggling with a whole lot of things of you know, what does God want from me? And following the the leading um, from the church, from the pastor, following the leading of God. And I, I, Gary's always been very good about leading us in the ways that we should go. He stands up there and he's, you know, I've made mistakes in this. I've made mistakes in that. But the thing is, God doesn't make mistakes. And there were things in mm-hmm. at that time that had to, he had to say right. whether or not he has, you know, learned more in that subject he still said them back then but I'm just saying this person me learning what it means to be a Christian what does it mean and I'm looking and then this person saying you know I would do this I don't want to know what you would do I want to know what does your heart tell you to do because you have Jesus inside your heart that's what I want to know you know apparently the heart wasn't it wasn't it wasn't. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to leave it. I'm just going to leave it right there. So that's all, all right. I got. I guess we're wrapped up, guys. All right. Until next time. See, See ya. ya.